So, uh, welcome to the Morning Supper Podcast. What's up? It's been a while. It sure has. This is like a record record time, like six months. I doubt we even have listeners at this point. <laughs> Talking to ourselves right now. Well, I mean, we really, you know, we had some before, but, uh, yeah, they're probably gone. Morning Supper who? <laughs> <laughs> it's not even the whole crew either. Jonathan, who has some kind of weird rash that broke out. Has his thesis that he's working on. He's just—he's a list of problems right now. That guy. If I'm—he—he I, he needs to tell somebody when he's not sick. That's probably <laughs> a bigger—a uh, bigger deal. Whenever dis- he's not sick. Full disclosure: He did—he did tell me himself. I'm always sick. Like he—he'll—he'll he'll admit that. Yeah, it's not like we're talking behind his back. I mean, he might not even listen to this. Who knows? <laughs> probably not. <laughs> Uh, but we decided to go ahead and put out an episode. I guess you could. I guess you could call this like uh, the brothers edition. Yeah, we're winging it too. Winging we got. It. We got nothing. We we have no talking points at all. We're just kind of winging it. Completely impromptu. You know what sucks? What's that? Kidney stones. <laughs> Tell me about it. I've had two. I've had one, and I got one floating in there still. It's like a ticking time bomb in your body. Yeah, but it doesn't bother me like it does you. I guess it's kind of like childbirth. You forget after you have the first one, you want that oh. second one. Hey, don't get me wrong. I don't want that second one coming out, but I guess I forgot because I'm chugging soda like it's nobody's business. I, for some reason, after the second one, it didn't, like the second one was worse, but it didn't affect me the same way. Like, when I had my first one, I, I I cut out all soda for, like, weeks on end. This one, there was, like, a delayed response of, that really stunk, and I don't want to do that again, so I should panic and not drink any soda. So I'm doing that now. It, it was, I'm trying to think of when it happened. Was it, like, two months ago? Yeah, it was, it was longer, than I, uh, longer than you think, probably. It might have been two months ago. No. Well, it's still ever-present in my mind, and I haven't had a soda in, like, two weeks. I think I asked him to put a soda in my IV while I was waiting for her. <laughs> That's how much I didn't care. <laughs> I, I don't know. So, I, so let's, let's, start, let's, start with the, let's start with the first kidney stone story. Tell your story. You had yours first. So yeah, you start I, had, with yours. I, uh, I didn't realize that uh, kidney stones could be... I could fall victim of a kidney stone, so I was kind of in denial around... Oh, about 4 a.m. one morning, I thought, man, something I ate is not agreeing with me. So I got up. That wasn't the case, and pain wasn't going away. So I decided to sit in a bathtub. That didn't work. A bathtub? Yeah, I tried to get in hot water. I guess it's kind of like women whenever they have cramps. I figured maybe that would work. <laughs> I didn't try Midol or anything, but... <laughs> so about 4 a.m., I was like... I'm not going to the ER. I'll just wait for urgent care to open up. So uh, we checked on checked online to see what time they opened. They opened at the early uh, early time of about nine o'clock. So I suffered with it on the couch from about four a.m. to what was it? Yeah, about four a.m. to about eight thirty or so till we decided <laughs> to make our way down to urgent care. Um, I get down to urgent care and. They checked me in. Of course, I'm pacing. I'm pacing back and forth all over the, the office. They get me back there, and I'm thinking they're going to be able to do something for me. They're like, have you ever had a kidney stone? No, I've never had a kidney stone. How about a family history? And at that point, I didn't know that we had a family history of kidney stones. We do? Yeah. 
Yeah, our aunt has kidney stones. Really? Yeah. I yeah. didn't know this. And our cousin, we got a cousin that does too. Huh. He's had them. But uh, I, I uh, assumed the fetal position on their examining table while I waited for the doctor. And I just kind of rolled around there for a while. And he came in and he goes, well, I could give you a shot. But I think you probably should go over to the ER. And I'm thinking, great. I get to go sit sit in the ER and wait for them. He's like, don't worry. I'll call. And uh, we'll have somebody. We'll, we'll, I'll tell them to put you ahead of the line. And he gave me this envelope, like I had these special orders to go to go over to urgent care. So that was about ten thirty when I had made my way over to to ER rather, and um, they said just a minute. And I gave him my envelope, thinking this was my magic ticket, my golden ticket to get back there and mm-hmm. get some kind of medicine. Nope. They were like, "Have a seat. We'll come back." Oh, I didn't sit. I paced back and forth, back and forth in front of the nurses' station until somebody took me back. They gave me an IV and some ibuprofen. And then the doctor wanted to talk to me, and they thought it was a kidney stone. Of course, they took a bunch of samples, of everything, and and uh, they disappear. And they come back, and I'm like, that ibuprofen's not working. They said, well, did you drive here? At that point, I would have lied to them. If even if I did drive there, if I drove a, a school bus full of kids there, and they're waiting for me to drive them home, I would have lied and said that somebody drove me there just to get the the heavy meds. But I told him no, I wasn't. I didn't drive, and uh, they gave me some. What's that cost stuff called? Demerol. Dang it all! I don't know. (laughs) Dang it it all sounds. Dang it all is the way I felt after I got that stuff because it did not matter to me what happened after that. I laid there high as a kite. Took me back for a CAT scan and told me that uh, that I'd have to remove my belt a little bit and i'm like at this point i really don't care you know and they were laughing and i was in pretty good spirits at that point long story short they gave me vicodin and i popped them like vitamins until i passed the thing and found out it was calcium or whatever and and i haven't had one since but i don't know I, i feel like if i know what it is next time if that second one decides to come out i don't know I just it just doesn't didn't bother me. I, oh, it bothered me. It was the worst pain of my life, but but it wasn't bo- didn't bother me enough to have any life changing habits or anything. <laughs> so that happened to you in 2012. Yep. So fast forward two weeks, just two weeks. Two weeks. I am home alone. Um, it's about two o'clock in the morning, and I'm playing Mass Effect Three online. Uh. I was expecting a friend, James, if you happen to hear this, you jerk, who bailed on me. I was expecting a friend to come over, and it was like 2 in the morning, and he ended up having to cancel on me because he had his girlfriend's dog was sick or something we'll like that. We'll call James the midwife. <laughs> so, <laughs> so, so James never showed up, and I'm sitting there in front of my TV, and I start feeling like I got a poop. Like horrible poop cramps. So I go up to the bathroom. I sit down, and I'm starting to break out in sweat. I'm really hurting here. It's like I'm not feeling enough pressure down below (laughs) for this to really be a poop cramp. So it hits me. This is in my back. I wonder if this is a kidney stone. Yeah, well, yeah, because you knew about kidney stones at that point because I had already had one. two weeks before. So then I think, 
No. There's no way. There's no way. The sympathy pains. Yeah. <laughs> there's no way. This this is me being a hypochondriac because Eric just had one. There's no way I have one. Lo and behold, fast forward about a minute later, and I'm curled up naked in a ball <laughs> on the floor. My pants still down around my ankles in pain. I'm thinking I got to puke. I keep going from sitting on the toilet to having my head down in the toilet. I'm starting to shake. Pause. Whenever we, whenever we've had this conversation in mixed company, and I'm dying laughing just like I am now, and and if they didn't know that I had one, they're like, "It's not funny. Kidney stones are painful." I'm like, "That's exactly why I'm laughing because I've been there." So, I um, I text text my wife, and I say, "Emergency, call me." I've never I've never texted that to her before. It was uh, like broken arrow. <laughs> <laughs> broken arrow. <laughs> she she calls back like within within minutes. And I'm laying on the floor on the phone with her. And I said, I'm in extreme pain. And she's like, What's it where's it at? What's it feel like? It's like it's it's right in the, in the middle of my back. Feels like my kidney. Oh, you know, I think that's a kidney stone. <laughs> And I'm thinking in my, I didn't say this because at this point I just, I wanted this to be over. That was the only thing that was going through my mind. I'm home alone and there, I, I can't drive. I'm like shaking. And I, 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 I was like, there's no way this can be a kidney stone. She's like, you're going to need to call my parents. They're, they're going to have to take you to the ER. People who know me know that I absolutely hate the hospital. There was absolutely no mental objection in my mind to go into the ER right then and there. This would have been my first trip to the ER in my life, and I had no no qualms about going. You, that's the time when you welcome a needle. Yeah, for, exactly. For an IV. So, my in-laws live about 15 minutes away. They, 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 My wife immediately called them, and they were on their way, and I got a text that they were on their way. That 15 minutes was probably pretty close to the longest 15 minutes that I've had in my life. <laughs> and you live close to the hospital. Yes. I had a little bit of a, of a drive yeah. to get there. <laughs> I only had 15 minutes away from the hospital, too. So it's 15 minutes for my in-laws to get there and then 15 minutes from my house to the hospital. So I, I was laying in bed. I'd get up and walk around trying to keep this pain in check. And then I'd go out and lay in the couch. Lay on the couch. This you, you mustered up the strength to get dressed. I assume. Yes. Here. Yeah. <laughs> by this point, by this point, I put on the first shirt I could see and first uh, pair of shorts that I could see. I, I'm walking back and forth. I'm breaking out in like this cold sweat, yeah. shaking. Yeah. So finally, I, I I keep saying to myself, "Where are they? Where in the <laughs> world are they? What is taking them so long?" And probably by that point that I got to that point, it's probably only been five minutes. <laughs> So I just remember laying down on the couch next to the entrance door to my house, and I remember starting to fade a little <laughs> bit, and I heard keys in the door. And thank goodness gracious, they, here they come. They come in, and my, my mother-in-law walks in, and she's a nurse. She looks at me, and she goes, oh, yeah, that's that's a kidney stone. <laughs> so they help me up, and I walk out into the cold air, and for some reason, because it was so it, it was around March, the cold air and because of the sweat, I'm violently shaking at this point. I had my keys in my wallet in my hand. It sounded like I was trying to <laughs> rattle in something. You're trying, it was like it was like the Santa's people, uh, the Salvation Army. Yeah, exactly. Ding, 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 ding. 
<laughs> so, long story short, they, they, they rushed me to the ER, and that was a little bit of relief. My father-in-law stepping on the gas. I don't know if it was just the G-force of the car moving, but yeah. it was kind of relaxing. I get to the ER, I step in, they go, they're like, oh, okay, what's wrong? My mother-in-law is speaking for me, because at this point, I... Unless unless you're giving me pain meds, I don't even want to speak to you. Yeah. Uh, they're like, okay, can you step up on the scale? I step on the scale, and I'm like, I'm going to be sick. So they immediately grab a, a, a puke pail. They get it in front of me, and I puke all in it. Those little puke, puke pails. Did it catch everything? Yes. I've always, I was always curious about those things. They didn't look big enough. It, it caught me. it. Well, thank goodness that that happened there, because that was like an immediate, okay, we need to take them back right now. Good. Yeah. I got back there. They ended up giving me some pain meds. Uh I was I was kind of delirious. I remember I remember looking over at my mother-in-law and being like, "Is it all right if I go to sleep?" <laughs> <laughs> She's I like, yeah, you, that, that. I picture you like holding a little teddy bear <laughs> in your little footy pajamas. <laughs> in your head, that's what you look like. But that pain meds, you picture yourself. <laughs> they gave me uh, what is it? It's not, is it a CAT scan? What is that? Yeah, it's a CAT scan. Okay, yeah. they gave me a scan. Sure enough, it's a little two millimeter. Yeah. Kidney stone. It hadn't dropped in yet. Two millimeters sounds pretty small, except when you figure out where that two millimeters got to go <laughs> and where it's coming from and where it's heading. That's kind of really big yeah, yeah. <laughs> after that. So so they were the nurses are telling me stories like, well, we just had a guy that got rid of like a nine millimeter one or something like that. Yeah. Yeah. And mine was two millimeters also. So that's the yeah, weird more, thing. More coincidence. So what what ended up happening was you know I, I I got in got out and I ended up passing a thing through a grate yeah a little grate a little hat yeah, it looks like a little a dunce hat but it's just screened uh huh yeah and then you you it's see it and I've you're like done that. I can't believe something that small hurt me mine was heart shaped mine mine looked like a little prickly thing from hell like <laughs> 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 um so fast forward two years. I'm sure there's more stuff that I'm not remembering from the first one. That's probably pretty funny, but just for the sake of time. Fast forward two years. It's about 9 o'clock or so. My wife and I just got ready for bed. We were going to watch a movie before we fell asleep. We both get in bed. I feel like I got to poop. <laughs> I get up. I go to the same bathroom. Dun, dun, dun. sit down, and I'm having a moment of deja vu. <laughs> And it's this quick, it's this quick thought of there's no way. <laughs> and when I thought about that, I thought, okay, well, if this is it, I don't want to fool around. I want to get, I want to yeah. get to the hospital now. Mm-hmm. So I immediately told my wife, I was like, hey, I have another kidney stone. She's like, seriously? Yes, I'm not kidding. Are you sure? By this point, I'm I'm bent over the toilet, feeling <laughs> like I got a puke. Yes, I'm sure. I'm shaking. Yes, I'm sure. So we go to, we get in the car, I'm, I have a, a, we had just eaten Buffalo Wild Wings that night, so I'm burping up all kinds of nasty honey oh, barbecue awesome. sauce. Yeah. I have a trash can there with me from our, that bathroom, <laughs> and, and we're on our way to the, to the hospital, and I'm shaking violently in the car again. <laughs> like, the bag, the bag, the, I, I'm going to go away from the mic so you can hear it, but it'd be like... <laughs> <laughs> the plastic bag and the trash can. So I get in, go up to the check-in, and the the nurses aren't even. Oh, oh, hang on, back up. My wife pulls into the parking lot and she can't find a parking spot close. <laughs> P- pulls in the parking lot, can't find a parking spot close. She parks in the back of the lot. 
and we gotta walk around this <laughs> this big like concrete barrier, and I'm barely able to walk. She's walking faster than me, and wait, I'm telling her, "Did you see? Some, wait, wait, did you see somebody walk into the car and follow them, and then put her? You're going." The person gets in, and they're just going to get something out of the car, shut the door up. She pulled around into this like L part. And like circled around looking for a spot and went back. And I said, I said, what are you doing? We need to get inside. <laughs> All right. So, so we're walking in. She's walking ahead of me. I'm like, I can't walk that fast. So she's like, okay, okay. She backs up. She's walking beside me. I'm still holding this garbage bill. <laughs> we get inside and I go to check in. The, the nurses aren't even looking at me. They're, they're talking, talking at the uh. desk. I, 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 I know I have to look like death warmed over at this yeah. point. They get me checked in, and they're like, okay, you can go on back and wait. So That's not something you want to hear was, either. I was spoiled the first time by being able to go back right away. This time, I got to wait. So I look at my wife. <laughs> Did you consider sticking your finger down your throat <laughs> to puke all over the place? <laughs> I look at my wife, and she's like, come on over. So we go over, and I said, we need to get the... Re- a few people waiting. I was like, I want to get on the other side of the room because I'm about to make myself look like a fool here. <laughs> I ended up being on all fours on a chair, <laughs> leaned over, and she's rubbing my head, and I, I am verbally moaning in pain. <laughs> like, I, no shame at all. Oh, what, what felt like forever waiting on that. Finally, a little girl whose name was called, God bless her, a little girl whose name was called, she asked the nurse, Hey, can he go before me? <laughs> you probably scared the crap out of that little girl. <laughs> she, she thought you were having a baby. <laughs> so, as we walk by this little girl, I, I can muster up the thank you. And as they're checking me in, I'm wallowing around in my seat because there's just there's nothing to get rid of the pain. There's you no relief. There's no way to get comfortable. If, yeah. <laughs> so I ended up getting into the ER. I have I have a new nurse who is getting me checked in. And finally, we get the orders for, for pain medicine, and they're like, well, don't worry. We're going to get you taken care of. It's like, you keep saying this, but I'm not seeing any IV or anything. I need something to, to relieve this. Mm-hmm. So they're asking me my pale, pain scale, 1 to 10. The first time I went in, I said a 7 because I didn't want to feel like a <laughs> drug seeker. Because you were saving your 10. Yeah. <laughs> but my wife looks at me. The first this, this is the first time. My wife looked at me and said, no, Ian, it's a 10. So this time, I immediately went to 10. They're like, okay, well, that didn't speed up the process anymore, so mm-hmm. I wish I would have said 7. Maybe yeah, they didn't try. believe you. Are you sure yeah. this is a 10? So this new nurse, this guy, he can't talk and do things at the same time. So as he's talking to my wife, who's also a nurse, works in the same hospital, he's stopping in the middle of his little <laughs> IV things. Summing it up. Oh, you're a nurse too? Yeah. Yeah. Hey, well, which floor do you work on? Ask, yes. <laughs> Asking questions. It's like, Excuse man, me, you here. have... You have my relief in your hands, and you are you're teasing me with it. Finally, the, uh, the the guy gets me the pain meds. It was it was another long night. I was in there pretty much all night. Came home. That one I never found out if I passed. I, I did puke in that in our bathroom trash can in the uh, while I was waiting for the pain meds. I did do that. So all that Buffalo Wild Wings came up. I haven't had Buffalo Man. Wild Wings since. What? Yeah. Uh, that wouldn't deter me from Buffalo Wild Wings or soda. So I don't know if that one dissolved, but yeah, well, Kenny Simmons have, are the did worst. Did you pee through? A, did you pee through a screen? For no, that I didn't get a screen this time. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Oh, oh, I for, forgot a whole thing. When they took me back for my CAT scan, uh, once again the cold air was really messing with me. So when they were wheeling me back, 
the cold air was rushing up on me. It was making me shake. Mm-hmm. So the guy gets me back. He goes, okay, step on up here. And I knew what to do. I knew to put my arms above my head. And I go to put my arms above my head, and that body heat leaves, and I'm shaking some more. And the dude looks at me like, man, you're going to have you're gonna have to stop. You're going to have to stop shaking <laughs> if we're going to get this cast so At that point, I, I could have mustered up enough strength to punch him in the face. <laughs> so... Anyway, yeah, so I had a jerk for a cat scan, but yeah, that's that. I've had two, and and you're you're about due. I guess I am probably about due. I I could just I you know what for the sake of the story, when I get my next one, I might try to drive myself <laughs> to, to the ER. <laughs> that might be a little dangerous. And all that all that happened before we uh, ended up dueling. We were trying to get ready for Tough Mudder. Yeah, at in the, 2012. Uh, at the end of April is when our Tough Mudder was going to happen. And it happened in the Poconos in Pennsylvania. And Tough Mudder really has taken off since then. I guess, I don't know when Tough Mudder started. And I don't have the Google machine around here to look. But I was thinking it was around 2010 or something like that is when Tough Mudders came around. But... uh. My friend Jared said, hey, I'm going to do a Tough Mudder. And I watched, uh, went to the website and watched what Tough Mudder was all about. And I thought, man, these people are crazy. Mm-hmm. This is ridiculous. Mm-hmm. That's the first time I saw it. And then the more I thought about it, the more, mm-hmm. I, and then I, I saw a, uh, I saw a video of Mustache Man. Mustache, mm-hmm. yeah, Mustache Man. He's like, how old was he? He like, was 45, 45. That day. Yeah. And it, it motivated me to try to do the Tough Mudder. Um, if you if you can, go to YouTube and search Mustache Man Tough Mudder and just look for his training montage. Yeah, it's and funny. It, it'll make you feel like less of a man. Oh, I'm tr- uh, trust me. Yeah, it will. But I thought, you know, I think I'm going to join Jared. <clears throat> so I posted uh, or I sent Ian uh, an invite and my cousin <laughs> or whatever, and I said, I'm doing this. Ian's like, no way. Yeah. Are you crazy? Are you crazy? I'm like, yeah. come on, we could do that. It's only 12 miles. We got plenty of time to train. This was in January when I decided to finally do it. Yeah. Yeah, it was. So we, we, uh. So it, I was peer pressured into it. Yes, he was. I, I thought, okay, well, y- you kept telling me, well, think of this story. Think, this is a once in a lifetime thing. You know, this, this, how many people have done this? You know, it, yeah. it's going to be, you're going to feel great after you do this. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I, I, it was none of that, except maybe the story. <laughs> it was. It really was none of that. But uh, you know, started trying to train as best I knew how. I got an elliptical, found it on Craigslist, really cheap, and got on it. For, oh my gosh! Yeah, I got on the the elliptical for about twenty minutes. Thought I was dying. Swore I had. Uh, Athletic-induced uh, asthma. asthma or something crap like that. <laughs> I thought I was dying. <laughs> but the good thing is I did lose like 26 pounds. And by the end, I was I was getting up to about six miles. My cousin, if mm-hmm. he listened, he, he he was going way farther than that. Like he was 12. doing like 12 doing miles. 12. And Tough Mudder didn't affect him at all. But uh, I just didn't push myself as hard. And I realized I hated running. So that was a lack of motivation. You did get me running though, and I I hated running too. The first time I went out run, I bought all kinds of like Under Armour ripoff stuff, like the starter <laughs> Under Armour, because I knew I was only half committed to this yeah. thing. <laughs> and so, first time I went running, I didn't even make it a mile. I come in, I'm barely able to breathe. I'm wheezing. I, I feel it was like around I around the block metal. Yeah, 
I feel like I could spit metal. I couldn't get my shirt off because it was too tight. My wife had to help me get it off. It was it was a sad picture. But we ended up we ended up the last time we ran was right. It was the day of my kidney stone. Yeah. And we ran six miles. Yeah. Now we didn't run constantly. We we did the run walk thing. Yeah. Thanks to me, you were in better shape than I was. We uh we I, I was like Ian, it, it was real easy. We'll find you a, an elliptical on Craigslist. <laughs> I'm looking at it. Well, yeah. Um. Uh, it was it's circa 1952 probably we I thought get it. so <laughs> so we go on Craigslist. he said you can find one real cheap on craigslist yeah, so i do did. a craigslist search <laughs> he's like yeah here's one so he he even offered because he had a truck to help me go get it we go we go to pick this thing up we we come into this house and these people are acting like we shouldn't even be there yeah it was a nice house i thought wow we're gonna get a good elliptical then they wheel out this bicycle looking thing <laughs> That looks like something from an exercise 1980s video <laughs> with the spandex on. Oh, man. And it, it was too awkward to tell them no. Yeah. So I spent $50 for this thing. <laughs> yeah, it wasn't cheap at all. Mine was like 25 and it's a real elliptical. I didn't I didn't feel like fighting it. We get it home and the thing doesn't even work. It doesn't even work. He paid 50 bucks for a, a basement ornament. <laughs> yep. It's still down here. I'm looking at it. Uh, so, yeah. So... Needless to say, going into Tough Mudder, I was feeling pretty confident, but that quickly faded. Yeah, I'll tell you what. We got up there. We rented a house. Our friend, uh, my friend Jared and uh, Ian, me, and the kids went up and got a house in the Poconos, and we uh, realized how cold it was actually going to be. My friend Jared's like, ah, it's not going to be that cold. I'm like, dude, we're going to be wet. No, it's not that cold. And we were staying near a lake. And I said, if it's not that cold, then you go out there and get in that lake <laughs> and tell me how cold it's going to be. He's like, you're fine. It's going to be fine. We got out. We got up that next morning and it was like 40 degrees mm-hmm. with 20 mile an hour sustained winds. Yep. It was the coldest I've ever been in while being wet. We get there, get signed in, you know, we're all, I'm already kind of shaking because the wind's blowing and all this craziness. Yeah, it was chilly. I'm, I'm trying to get myself psyched up. They have magic marker that they write your runner number on. Yeah, right on your forehead. R- written right on my forehead. I started feeling, I started feeling, you know, the atmosphere is all these people are just pumped to yeah. go get dirty and run. I'm like, yeah. okay, yeah, yeah, I can get into this. I yep. can get into this. They got a really good motivational speech going Oh, yeah, that guy's there. awesome. He, was, he, he got us all psyched up. And that got me to about the first obstacle, <laughs> where, we cra- where we crawled under a bunch of barbed wire, and that's when we first started getting wet. I got wet right out of the gate, running through a big mud puddle, and uh, and I thought, oh man, my feet are wet already. And that sounds like such a diva. This is tough mudder. Your mm-hmm. feet are gonna be wet, but I just didn't expect to get that wet that soon. Crawling under the the barbed wire, yeah, we got spray. It was they were spraying water on us, and it was okay. Make a little ways on down. At this point, I, I had kept up with you to the first obstacle. I kept up with the group. Then we got through the first obstacle, and my lack of running kicked in. Yeah. And yeah, between the first obstacle and the second obstacle, there's it, it was probably good a, ways. What would you say? Two miles? It could have been. Yeah. The Which, whole thing is twelve. So we're running, and Eric and the rest of the group keep getting a little farther and farther <laughs> and farther away. And I'm not. I'm like. How much do I care about my pride to yell out from my group in desperation <laughs> to slow down? And I didn't yell. Nope. Mm-mm. 
So we ended up coming up on the se- second obstacle, which probably it's a tie between that one and another one. The it, second obstacle, Arctic Enema. Is the what it's second, called. it's as bad as what you think it sounds. It is a dumpster, a large dumpster full of ice and water. And we're not talking five gallon buckets full of ice here. We're talking no. uh, front end loader loads of yep. ice in this thing. They have a plank or, or kind of a half wall built in the middle of it with barbed wire on top to make you go down under the uh, under that to get into the ice and come back up on yeah, the other side. To make to you through. swim underneath of it to yep. get to the other side. So at this point, Eric. Thank goodness gracious, he he realized I wasn't with him, and there, he waited for me at that obstacle. We get together, and so they had an obstacle course map laid out bef- before we went to go in. Yeah, and it was nothing. No, like what they said it was. No, I was be. thinking Arctic Enema was like one of the last obstacles. No, it was the second one. I see it, and I'm like, oh, you got to be freaking kidding me. And they they orient these obstacles that you know. Of course, who who doesn't want to watch people jump in dumpsters full of ice and water? Mm-hmm. So they they orient them close to where spectators can make it there before you. So yeah. So we climb up on the edge. We're looking at each other, and my adrenaline is pumping. I look over at him. He looks at me, and Eric's like, "You ready?" I'm like, "I'm ready." You ready? Yep. We both jump in, and we sound like dolphins coming back up out of it, or or SpongeBob. Like SpongeBob. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I couldn't breathe. <laughs> we were looking at each other. It, we, it seemed like we were in there for hours, uh-huh. but it was seconds. And he's like, oh, we were like "Who said you said we got to go under? Yep, you pointed like, under. We, we got to go. We got to go. And we, we went under the water on the other side. We, it just takes your breath. I can't explain how bad, how Immediate your body shock. reacts. Yeah, you go immediately in shock and hyperventilate. And I've never been in that situation before. I got to the edge of the dumpster to try to get out, and it had zapped my strength enough. Yeah. Like, I haven't used my arms for anything yet. I had zapped my strength enough to where I couldn't really get my body up and out of the dumpster. It was like chest level. I couldn't push myself up and out. Yeah. We tried, tried jumping and then kind of rolling out the side. And, <laughs> and hey, guess what? It didn't warm up any either. Nope. It was still 40 degrees and, tw- and, and windy. the wind. Then we uh, kept... Kept going and getting it. Well, I don't remember what the next obstacle was. Me neither. Was kind of I just remember my vo- motivation going down and down and down. And then after Arc- Arctic Enema, it was a- even lower. As like, I- I'm here to finish it. I'm going to do it. But, you know, I'm not going to be able to keep up. The rest of our group had trained a whole lot. They they were able to run it. They were hardly phased there for most of it. Right. Uh, so, thankfully, one of the guys in our group uh, had some kind of metal in his knee. Yeah. And his knee started to swell up. So that was yeah. our excuse to kind of hang back. <laughs> <laughs> so we decided to run with him, keep up with him, because he was going our pace. Um, we ended up seeing Mustache Man there. Yeah, we did. Um, it was a little bit after the halfway point. Um, the, some of the others we went through where we had to crawl under a, a t- in a tunnel that you couldn't see the other side. It was it, it was like to affect, affect people who were have problems with claustrophobia or what whatnot. Um, that didn't phase me. It was actually not that, too that bad felt at good all. on my knees. The, yeah. the cold, wet mud. Um, yeah, there there were a bunch of other obstacles. <laughs> we probably should have written them down, I guess, before we started or something. Uh, but the 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 one that got to me the most was called Walk the Plank. Oh yeah, this was about three quarters of the way through. Um, and you come up and it's fifteen feet, right? 
Yeah, it's supposed to be 15 feet. So you you jump off of this like plank 15 feet down into some muddy water. You can't see what's below you. I climb up. The, the They make you climb up the back of it. There's no ladder. There's like this wood wall that you climb up. I get up there, and there's some guys in, in army fatigues. I don't know if they're Marines. They're or, Marines, yeah. Yelling at people, get in the water! Yeah, they were there get for the motivation. Mm-hmm. So <laughs> I'm watching people jump in, and I, I've i always had kind of this weird fear of water to begin with. I get to the edge, and all this happened in like a split second. I get to the edge, and I think, that's really, really far. And yeah. then I feel a hand get on my back <laughs> and say, get in the water. And then I see the water start coming towards me. <laughs> I had no time to think about it. Thank goodness, because I probably would have chickened out. Yeah. I hit the water, and I remember my feet hitting the, the bottom of, of their little pond yeah. that they had built. It was like a golf course pond is what it was. And when I came back up out, I must have looked like a cat in deep water. Yeah, because it, was, it wasn't much warmer than the Arctic animal water. Freezing. And I was kind of in a panic mode. I was flopping around at the surface. I heard somebody say, hey, 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 over here, over here. He kind of got me calm, and I was able to swim swim over to him. Yeah, I remember hitting that cold water, and and uh, just you got to keep moving, or yep. else you, yeah. So we got a little further, and we finally got to the electric obstacles, which were oh, the ones yeah. you were dreading. Yeah, well, we made it over Funky Monkey, which is a bunch of monkey bars up and down, and I made it through there without getting wet because I had dried out some. But uh, then we had some Olympic rings, and I fell in that water, got wet again, just made me upset. One of the guys in our group actually hurt his hip, too, so we were all kind of walking at a slow pace. And there was this big field that they made you walk around. There was, like, no trees, so there was nothing blocking the wind. Yeah. That was probably where I got the most cold just from being yeah. wet. You see you see people at the start line with no shirt on. You think, that idiot, it's yeah. freezing out here. And then when you see them walking by after they've dried out already yeah, and you're still in your soaking shirt, it's you 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 don't uh, make fun of them as much. We got up to the electric eel, and they have a tarp down, and there's some water in there, but the black tarp warmed up the water. So going through electric eel wasn't as bad, but, man, I hate being shocked. Yeah. I hate being shocked. Electric. Luckily, I, I, you crawl underneath of it, and they have electrical wires hanging down. And luckily, I only got hit like three times, but they weren't the jackpot wires that put you out like like you see on some of the videos. Yeah, that, I got zapped once going through there, through the low call, crawl. It was as I was getting out, and I got on my butt. Yeah, it wasn't too it. bad. Yeah, I hate that. Um, it, towards towards the, the end there with the Olympic rings, I, I saw... I don't forget who it was that was in front of us, somebody in our group, and they swung across and they made it, but they almost busted their face on this oh, other yeah. side. You, this, they had this pool of water, and you had to use Olympic rings to swing yourself across like a monkey. Mm-hmm. And I saw him do that, and I'm like, darn if I've gotten this far, and I'm going to bust my face open on something. So I just jumped in the water and swam <laughs> across. I'd rather be cold than, than bust myself. Yeah. And then there was uh, um, the... What was the one where you had to walk on like the two inch? That's Twinkle Toes. Twinkle Toes. And then the boards weren't straight. Yeah. Twinkle Toes, they, they had these little two inch boards going across a pool of water that you had to walk across, and they were all warped and crazy. I thought I could make it. I made it halfway and yep. ended up falling Me in. Me too. Wet again. Yep. Yeah, but you see spectators there wearing like heavy, heavy coats. Yeah. Winter coats, and here we are. Oh my gosh. Um, so we finally we see the finish line, which is what do they call that? The 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 uh, electrotherapy is yeah. the last one. Yeah. So it's the finish line, but they have a bunch of electrical wires hanging um, from these these 
uh, overhangs, these posts that you got to run through. Um, and with if you watch the video, too. yeah, they put hay bales in there. If you watch the video, you'll see some people they get hit by those wires and just they just eat a bunch of dirt and mud. It's like wherever, tased. Yeah, it's like being tased. They just crumble down, and uh, you have that going through your head whenever you <laughs> whenever you walk up there to run through. Uh, so you we ran together. You, yeah, you ran to the left of me. I ran to the right, and I remember just putting up my arms and thinking, "Oh, please don't hit the jackpot wire. Please don't hit the jackpot wire." Yeah. Um, I ran through and I could feel them zapping me, but I never did hit that wire. My goal was to stay off the ground as much as possible because I know you have to be grounded to get shocked. So <laughs> I, can, I ran through jumping like a freaking deer. Yeah. <laughs> so in the picture, you can see my feet. I don't think my feet are uh, off on the ground in the picture. Yeah. We got through on the other side and they gave Dosaki's beer and nobody. I didn't um, want to drink any nope. of that stuff after nope. that. I Give just me some wanted, water, man. I wanted something... I wanted to be in a warm, hot shower <laughs> after all that craziness. Yeah. Uh, they gave you thermal blankets when you got through there. We're, we're going to sound like a wimp to some of the people that have done it, and they're like, oh, it wasn't that bad. But, yeah. man, I was shaking something terrible. Yeah, I'm not interested in doing it again, really. I did sign up for another one, the one that was going to happen uh, in Maryland, and they ended up canceling it because of the weather. And they, they talked like they weren't going to give money back. Uh, our money back and it's not cheap it's like 180 bucks yep. to do this thing depending on when you sign up yeah. yeah but uh they ended up giving me my money back and i never signed up again i think i gained a lot of the 26 pounds <laughs> back after that yep but it was an experience i i uh i'm happy i did it but i don't think i'd ever do it again yeah there are other ones that interest me anything that doesn't have to deal with shocking i just hate being shocked yeah but they try to play on all your fears and that thing, and, and you do feel a little bit of accomplishment whenever you're done. I would have felt a little more accomplished if I could have ran the entire thing, yep. the whole 12 miles, but eh, it didn't happen. And I'm not going to try it again. <laughs> yeah. yeah I, I'm, I'm cool with that. All right. I think that's going to do it for an episode. This was the Morning Supper podcast. We're part of Morning Supper, where we have one other podcast going on right now. It's a video game news show, short and sweet. If you like video games, you can check that out. It's called The Inverted Look. It's found right here on SoundCloud.com slash Morning Supper. That's where we host all of our shows and episodes from. You can also like us on Facebook, Facebook.com slash Morning Supper. We're also on iTunes, so you can subscribe to us there and get us on the go, even if we don't put out episodes for six months at yeah. a time. I'm sorry for the delays, uh, but hey, we're we're sticking with it. Uh, it's actually been a year since we started Morning Supper officially. Yeah. So, um, we only recorded six months out of that first year, but yeah. we recorded. Uh, but thank you very much for taking your time to listen to us. Uh, we appreciate all of you listeners, and we'll catch you next time. All right. See you.